Hello and welcome to Wild Chat Sports Podcast number seven here. I'm alongside Trent Tully, my boy. So Trent, what's up, man? What's up, Kev? What you been up to, bro? Uh, you know, big summer. Uh, been working a lot. Uh, we're both from, you know, the Boston area, so yeah. we've been doing a lot of similar things. Kevin and I actually grew up together. Uh, yeah. We're almost next door neighbors, so yeah. a lot of hot takes coming at you. Hot ya. takes, bro. We're ready. We're ready to go and ready to rumble. So, all right. So tell us, I ask everyone this about their favorite teams. You know, usually people are Boston fans, like, all across the board, but you have some, you know, favorite teams all over, you know, the country. So tell us some of your uh, go-to teams, bro. All right, well, favorite uh, sports team in general is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, get a lot of hate for that around here, but, uh, you know, my dad grew up in Texas, and he kind of just – Put it on my family and I. My mom's a Giants fan, so that's a pretty weird dynamic. But oh yeah, uh, yeah, weird. we're pretty diehard Cowboys fans, the yeah. Tully household. So what's that like? Like having your mom be a Giants fan, your dad diehard Cowboys fan. Like, is anyone in your family other than your mom a Giants fan, or did your uh, dad get everyone on board? Her whole, my whole mom's side is all Giants fans, but yeah. she's she's pretty timid about it. I think she just you know. Looks out for our grandpa a lot. Yeah. He's a big Giants guy, so. But she's kind of indifferent about it. I mean, everybody roots for the Cowboys in the Tully house, or else you don't get really? to come watch the games. Wow. Yeah. So your mom has to kind of hop on board with the, with the Cowboys once in a while, too? Or? She loves it. Yeah. She loves She loves when we're happy the Cowboys win. She's not happy when we all come back and everybody's mad. What do you – so what? what is your thoughts on, you know, the recent Cowboy news going on? I mean, not too much going on this offseason, but – I mean, they have, like, the youngest core in the NFL or something like that. I mean, they have Dak Prescott, uh, Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, and then they have Amari Cooper, um, one of the best uh, younger wide receivers. So that's a pretty dynamic offense you got over in Dallas, um, over at AT AT&T Stadium. What are your thoughts on, you know, Cowboys' future moving forward? I mean, last year the NFC – I mean, you know, were, were you upset they about last year's performance? Or? Uh, I mean, I was definitely upset in the beginning of the year. Things weren't going well. And then towards the end, obviously, they started to turn it around. Uh, I went to the Cowboys-Seahawks uh, playoff game, which was oh, obviously great. a huge win for everybody, huge win for the boys, and, right. which was crazy. Like That was my first football playoff game, and just experiencing that. And AT&T is a crazy spot. And it yeah. definitely shows you, like, there wasn't a big loss this year. We didn't lose a lot of people in this offseason especially. And... It made me feel a lot better watching Amari Cooper dominate during the regular season during the first round of the NFL draft this year. I just sat and watched, you know, Amari Cooper highlights, yeah, yeah, knowing yeah. things yeah. paid off. Were you happy about that trade last year? You know? Initially, I was pretty freaked out. I was like, oh, first round pick. And then I was like, you know what? He balled out at Alabama. You know, didn't really get, he didn't mesh well, I feel like, in Oakland, which is very different. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of over Derek Carr. I'm going to be 100% yeah. honest. I love Gruden, but I don't know how he's. Uh, Derek Carr is on and off like every year. Yeah. Um, yeah, but one of the highest paid quarterbacks. But Dak Prescott, another quarterback, mentioned him briefly. He's been panning out well for the Cowboys since he replaced Tony Romo after that uh, collarbone injury that really – was it back? Yeah, it back, was back in the preseason. Back injury in the preseason. Um, that ultimately ended his career. Obviously, he's one of the best broadcasters now, but – what do you think about that transition, uh, Dak Prescott taking the helm of, of the Cowboys? 
I think, uh, obviously, rookie year, they were kind of just dominant. It was a fresh, him and Zeke, you know, they were one-two punch, you know what mm. I mean? It's pretty unstoppable. And then second year, when it all came around, it was definitely, I think there was a huge learning curve for them. Mm. And I feel like Dak didn't adapt well the second season, but, you know, I feel like he adjusted as a whole very well towards his third season, especially things were just starting to starting to click, especially towards the end. And I'm really excited for his future, and I think his leadership is undeniable. And I feel like one that's going to get him paid, and that's going to win games for us, especially with all the young talent around him, including Randall Cobb as well, since Cole Beasley's gone. Mm. Yeah, Cole Beasley signing with Buffalo Bills, I believe. He was definitely one of the best slot receivers for the Cowboys um, over the past couple of years, and then especially. Um, you guys are kind of out of that transition now, but Des Bryant, of course, you know, he left. Um, and then that, you know, trading for Amari Cooper kind of filled that void. Um, but, yeah, you were kind of mad about Des Bryant, too. I know he was, like, what, one of your one of your top players? Yeah, or? I mean, he was definitely – he was the first kind of, like, flashy guy yeah. I feel like I got to experience on the Cowboys in my life, obviously, besides, like – I was a huge Marion Barber fan, but he was kind of unknown to the, you know – uh, main population, unless you're a diehard fan, so that was pretty weird, but then when Dez, I remember I was sitting in the library in my high school, yeah. and I was sitting there, and Dez got just, like, released, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, super weird, and then you know, obviously, like, without, we were without a wideout for a while, and then right. you know, time passes, and Amari comes, yeah. and initially, I was, I was like, oh, Dez is crazy good, like, you can't pass right. it up, and then Amari just balled out. He was one of the best wide receivers, and he was probably, like, for at least one or two years, he was you know, arguably, like, the best wide receiver in the league. Dez or Amari? Dez. Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially punt return, do you, too. Do you think Amari... So, Amari Cooper's, like, one of those wide receivers who gets, like, 10 receptions for, like, 150 yards, I feel like, or um, gets one reception for, like, 10 yards. And they interviewed him uh, over the offseason, and he said, listen, uh, you know, I'm not a guy that needs to get 10 receptions every game. He said... Just every ball that's thrown to me, every attempt, I need to catch it, and that's his goal. Like the percentage of pass attempts that he's able to um, receive. So, uh, on top of that, do you think Amari Cooper has the like? Do you think he'll be better than Des Bryant over the course of his career? Or I think he's already showing, you know, great signs of it. I mean, I personally think he's top five route runner in the NFL. If you just watch videos of him. You know, against safeties, against corners, especially one on one, like he doesn't right. get he he won't get covered. It's right. impossible. Yeah. Like his two step, especially on outs, and especially he runs an incredible post and like a drag route. It's like unbelievable if you yeah. just kind of watch stuff like that. And especially one thing too, which obviously Des in his younger years, I feel like had glue hands. Everything stuck to him, and I feel like especially towards his end of his Cowboys career, mm. that was starting to fade. He was dropping balls, dropping wide open balls everywhere, and also like another thing with Amari is like he can catch everything he always catches everything hey what's up what's we're, up miss larney we're on we're on a podcast oh, say I'm hi sorry. say hi hi miss larney hey how's it going this is about kevin's the, mom. we're talking about the cowboys oh gosh i don't know anything about that so drop it all right see drop. you later bye miss larney bye Trent. all right so that was mrs larney that's that kevin's mom shout out to my mom as you can on see. the cast yeah. real quick um, but so what do you think? So we were talking about the Cowboys, um, and you know, Amari Cooper and how he's like going to be replacing Des Bryant. Um, not gonna, I think he already has. I mean, or yeah, he's already replaced Des Bryant. But like over the course of his career, will he have a better legacy on the 
on Dallas than Des Bryant, I guess. Is I think legacy is the wrong word to use. I think he's going to have a lasting impression on the team because mm-hmm. Des is also like Des is a loud guy. He's allowed on right, social right. media. He's allowed on social media. And don't get me wrong, I love Des Bryant. I've always loved him. Always been a huge fan of it. There's no hate towards Des. But like obviously in the off season, like contract talks and everything right. was so like yeah. drawing attention away from football. It was drawing it towards Des Bryant and. As you see Amari now, like, Amari's up for a contract soon. Right, and right. If you listen, you never hear him talk about, like... He's pretty quiet. Pretty how much money he needs. Radar. He's super mellow about it, but that's a guy who could get paid a ton of money. And we'd yeah. have no idea. Because he wouldn't... Obviously, he's not, like, super active on social media. I mean, the only thing he posts is his sick outfits when he's walking on yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you pay him, too? Would you give would Cooper pay him. the max? Or, I, don't know max? If he, I don't know if he re-signed a contract or not. I'm not sure, but... I believe he is. But, um, One year left, if that. But yeah, I mean, you you would go all in and pay him the big bucks. I feel like all in is not the right word to use because I feel like one we got to focus on developing Dak. That's the biggest thing. Even yeah. though he's about to reach his fourth year, I believe, correct? Uh, yeah, I believe and so. Yeah, Cooper's on a four-year, uh, twenty-two million dollar deal. Yeah, roughly. so they have three more years of them. That's a lot of money. Yeah, like that's, that's yeah, like, it is. That is a lot. But here's the thing, too. He balled out. Like, if you look at everything, especially that Eagles game when he scored the OT. Yeah. That was – he just balled out. Yeah. He can't get stopped. Yeah, you were right, though. He has one He has one year left. Next year yeah. he's a free agent. Um, yeah, because they picked his contract up from the Raiders, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I agree, though. They, they do need him. I mean, that's definitely – especially the Eagles. Like, their offense is just getting more dynamic. The Eagles are a scary team um, to play. Especially twice a year. Yeah, they – I mean, was Ertz and Wentz kind of running the show there. Um, they traded for – Jay Ajayi um, in the backfield from the Dolphins. Um, but for the Cowboys, another big name returning, Jason Witten. Retired. He comes back after a season from retirement with the Cowboys. Are you happy about him uh, um, coming back to the team? I mean, I'm definitely happy. He's a huge you know, mentor for the younger guys, especially guys like you know Blake Jarwin and Jeff Swain. Like, two very big... Um, I believe Swaim got hurt last year for most of the season. Right. You know, I feel like that's one, a huge leadership thing for them. They need that. And also, like, if you watch Jason Witten tapes, no matter how old he got, he caught everything. He was always open, 10 yards up the field. Right. But also, I feel like he was more utilized when Romo was there. Like, when Romo was right, developing. Right, right. But yeah. also, like... Because they, they played together for so long, you know? Yeah. So it's like... And Dak's rookie year, I mean, he made plays. He made a ton of plays. But he didn't have a ton of receptions, which is understandable because it's like a new guy. He kind of just wants... Dak also doesn't throw it deep, which is huge, and I feel like that's going to be big for the tight ends now is now that Dak's kind of developing is they can kind of use him on, like, just everything in general. Use him in the locker room, use it especially for Dak to help Dak, and I feel like developing Dak is just as big as bringing yeah. him back. Dak, Prescott, um, yeah, as you said, I think he's going into his fourth year. Um, yeah. Was he all pro last year? Uh, Did he make... I know rookie year he did, second year he didn't. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFC right now. I mean, we mentioned Carson Wentz, we mentioned Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, um, Drew Jared Goff, Brees. Drew Brees. But really, those first three who are like young quarterbacks for the most part still. I mean, Russell Wilson's probably more in his now prime he's now. Paid the most um, but Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Um, what do you think about those other younger teams or more dynamic offenses um, in the NFC? Do you think 
Dallas can compete with that, especially really within their own division, focusing on you know the Eagles as well because the Eagles got to Well, here's one thing too: we need to focus on the Cowboys' defense as well. Like, mm. They're oh, yeah. insane. They have the. I feel like they have the best, at least, young linebacking duo in the NFL with Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Right. Rich. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know Sean Lee. I don't know if he's returning or not. Sean Lee was nasty. But I think they the moved injury. an outside linebacker recently. Like that's becoming a. a story, he used to be an end, right? Defensive end. No, no, no. He was a linebacker. He played. Middle. Oh, okay. He played like Mike linebacker, and now he's playing outside. But like guys like Byron Jones, Cheetah Bay Wuzier, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, who do we just pick up? From? Oh, Robert Quinn from the Dolphins. That's a new pickup this good, year. That's a good pickup. That's huge. That's They're huge. a scary defense to play. And Jeff Heath, you know, the GOAT. Got a shout out, my man. Yeah. I'm trying to see um, what other – so what's the what's the backfield looking like um, for the Cowboys? They also uh, signed Mike, Randall – They got Mike Weber. Randall Cobb is – Randall you know, Cobb, yeah. That's, that's actually – It's you, huge. You, I think he's better than Beasley. You, yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to touch upon that. Uh, losing Beasley, slot receiver guy – and then you replace Randall Cobb coming from the Green Bay Packers, playing with Aaron Rodgers for, I think, eight years, somewhere around there. And now he comes over to Dallas. I think that's a really um, good fit. It'll be kind of weird not to see Randall Cobb playing in Green Bay. As well as Cole Beasley in um, Dallas. That's Cole, be- Beasley. I, Cole Beasley was such an under-radar guy. I think he's one of the more underappreciated. Well, because, you know, they didn't utilize him. He, he's, like, he's like a less um, appreciated version of Julian Edelman. Like he's still he's like a slot guy. I think guy. he's shiftier he gets, than Edelman, but he doesn't get the ball enough to prove it. No, he, he gets a lot of receptions. Though. Yeah, he gets a, he gets a lot of. It's Beasley or Edelman? Beasley. No, Beasley Beasley's gets, only on third down. He reason that he was so out of, you know, getting his contract was because he wanted to get the ball and he wasn't getting utilized at all. Besides third down, I'm like kind of like a, and the Giants game. We got to remember that too. See Cole Beasley. Last year, 65 receptions for 672 yards. I wait. Let's see. Let's see how many receptions he gets. Um, Towards the end of the season, he had more receptions, but then he got hurt, and it was a whole problem. Is everybody getting hurt? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, he does get. He does get. He is very injury prone. Um, but yeah, I mean, nonetheless, you know, he's definitely one of those guys in the league that I don't think gets enough attention, but. I don't know, kind of a waste of talent going to Buffalo. I mean, we'll see what Buffalo. I wouldn't say waste year. of talent. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. Waste well, of Buff- talent. Buffalo, like, I, I don't trust Buffalo offense, bro. Like, I'm just, I'm just being straight up. Like, Buffalo, I feel like is one of the more inconsistent teams. Josh Allen's in the league, be there, right? Josh Allen, yeah. Um, so I guess, well, I mean, I guess he has a, you know, has some potential to. Be Josh good, Allen's but. a freak athlete. I feel like that's going to be helpful, especially Cole Beasley gets open. And if Josh Allen can scramble or just make plays, Cole Beasley is going to be open. We'll see, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I feel like Cole Beasley might be one of their – because they did have Sammy Watkins before, like a couple of years ago. Wild. That was two he years ago. He kind of dropped off the map, I feel um, like. Two, they – yeah, I mean, I feel like Cole Beasley like might be Josh Allen's they, – they still have LaShawn McCoy – they do have um, shady, but you know he's he's getting older. Zay yeah. Jones, Zay Jones is actually, um, they have Frank Gore, as well. So I mean, you know, definitely more of a, they're definitely more in the rebuilding process. Their defense is good. I gotta give it to them. Their defense is one of the better ones in the league. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, you know, especially in a division when you're facing the Patriots, you know, yeah, they're. Uh, 
they're, the, going, look, they're holding their way up. But playing the Patriots just sucks as a whole. Yeah. Right? I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, been yeah, a Cowboys yeah. fan my whole yeah. life. Living here sucks. Hey, I, hey, I hate hype, it. Bro. I hate go. being a part Let's of it. Go, I hate bro. living in Patriots territory. And it's nothing against the Patriots, dude. It's just like listening to all the people who don't watch sports, don't watch football. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you could be a fan, but when it gets to the point when, oh my God, the Patriots in the Super Bowl, it's February already. Oh, check your story. Everybody check your story. I feel like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all just a clout thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, can't, you can't, you can't yeah, deny it. Yeah, like, you can't Patriots, deny it. They're a dynasty. It's they're, undeniable. They're like, they got to be like one of the best teams. I mean, they, they have to be like Want to hear an absurd topic? What, America's team? No. What do you? What would your thoughts be on if Tom Brady played for a team like the Ravens his whole career? How many Super Bowls Ravens? do you think he had? Or a team like uh, kind of that's just been like, well, obviously the Ravens won. I don't want. I don't yeah, know what you're. Yeah, Flacco. Was, um, God, by the way, Flacco's yeah. elite. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's on the Broncos now, so we'll see. Like, Flacco's a god amongst boys. Flacco is. I don't know. I don't know about Flacco, but Tom Brady. If he went, so you're saying if he went to. What like a team like? I think Buffalo? if you went to a team without Belichick, I think Belichick made yeah, Brady. I, agree. I don't think Belichick makes Brady now, but I right. think he made Brady. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, I think. Listen, I mean, this is definitely one of those like debates that are, like, one of the more difficult debates because there's no I, way I, of knowing. Yeah, there's no way of knowing, and there's no way of really making an argument for it. But uh, Bill Belichick. It's so obvious that you know he's just a football genius, and it's insane. Can every, we talk about that for a second? Everything that, like any, you can plug in any player into his system, and they'll be good. They'll have a good season, and yeah. you're seeing it. All players state go there for two or three years, then go and get then paid they get somewhere else. Big money, um, coaches as well. ESPN wrote an article actually. That's one of their Patriots' biggest weaknesses: is coaching staff coming in and out like a revolving door. Yeah, because right? they all think they're geniuses. Because teams all want to get in on like what the Patriots are doing. Um, most recently, Brian Flores, defensive, not even defensive coordinator, linebacker coach for the Patriots, now named head coach for the Dolphins. Um, that was a job that Chris Bouchard was looking for, right? The Cowboys? I think so. I think He's so. Sleep. All right. Going back to coaching and back to the Cowboys, you know, yeah, America's yeah. team, greatest team in the NFL. What's up? Um, I don't know, bro. Back Where's to Chris- the rings? Show the rings, bro. It's been a while. You know, we're dry, you know. So what are you going to do? We'll you can't see, deny bro. it, dude. All right? It's ending. Everything's ending soon. Football's going to change. I, I heard wins coming to the Pats. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That, was, that wasn't even, <laughs> like, funny. That was yo, just like, yo, it's like, yo, yeah, dude, like, Zan, get your boy, dude. Wins coming, boys. Yeah? Yeah, kid? Oh, it's no. like sometimes right, I just want to hop on the yo, cast actually, and just if, get crazy. If, if, if Wynn if Win actually did hop on Shut up. Pats, I don't even want to talk how about you, this. Yo, this is how the dumbest you, thing I've How would you heard. even react, bro? All right? Traitor. I just call him a traitor. All right. What a, all right. So how about this debate? Who is America's team? It's Cowboys. They always have been, always will be. It's not about wins. And, it's everything about them, dude. Cowboys forever. Yeah. Texas forever. I'm getting closer to the mic just so everybody can know. Cowboys forever. If you think we'll see Patriots, Cowboys, this year? Super Bowl? This year? Yeah. Who I mean, do you think makes it out of the AFC and NFC? NFC? I, I'm going to be 100% honest, and this is completely unbiased opinion. I think the Cowboys do have a chance. I'm going to give you three reasons why. One, they're incredibly young core. 
It's insane. Quarterback, everything, especially offensively. And the fact that the offense is more of a topic of discussion than the defense, the defense is insane. They are a crazy yeah. group of guys. All pretty much almost all young. Sean Lee's on the yeah, other I'll, side. No, I'll I'll give yeah, I'll give you that. All right, so we got check it out. Young core, right? right That's fair. one. That's good. Number two. Look, Jason Garrett Defense sucks though. On the Cowboys? We literally just talked about this four seconds ago, Kevin. I don't know. There's still some holes. Where? Def- Give me a hole right now. All right. Give me a Defensive hole. Backs. Give me a hole Defensive and backs. I'll fill it. Pass rush is good. Pass Defensive rush backs. is nasty. Linebackers are good. Cheeto Bay, Wouzier, Byron Jones, almost the number what one about, rated corner. What about their secondary, though? That's, that's Jeff more Heath, the GOAT? What do you mean? Xavier Woods hits like J.J. Wilcox. He's a god. And they just... Oh, Pass man. rush is good. Everything is good about the Cowboys. You just don't want to admit Wait, it. Wait, what do you mean? You just literally said five minutes ago that you should focus more Special on teams is great. All right, Dan Wait, Bailey's gotta, good. Dan Bailey's not on the team anymore, Kevin. Who's the kicker? Canadian guy. Why am I forgetting? Um, he was in the CFL. Dan Bailey was good. He, he was, was the only good. kicker. No, he dropped off. He dropped off. He started to stink. Why am I forgetting? He's an old CFL guy, and then he started playing bad towards the end of the year. Kicker for Dallas. I don't know why this is coming out of my head. It's Brett something, right? Oh, uh, Brett. Rio Brett Maher. Brett Maher, yeah, number two, baby. Let's go, Brett. He's an hey. animal. No, but, you know, CFL guy. Everything, here's the thing. Everybody wants to rip on the Cowboys. And it's just because they got everything about them. Everybody wants to talk about the Cowboys, so they're like, oh, I'm getting annoyed of it. It's like, besides how good the Patriots are, people like ESPN, they don't talk about the Patriots. They just know they're going to be good. Like, even I know that. I know that the Patriots are always going to be good. Especially right. in this era with the Brady-Belichick era. Right. I understand that, and I've come to accept that in my core. As much as it hurts, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. come to accept that. It's tough. I mean, it's not so tough for, I mean, if you're a Boston fan, but. So, wait. So, when you were younger, you were just raised as a Cowboy fan? I was like just the raised Patriots, as it. The Patriots never were the enemy. Grasped, they were the enemy. grasped on you? Or? Patriots were always the enemy. I was taught really? that forever. Wow. I mean, that's loyalty to the Cowboys, but... I love it. I love the hate. Uh, are you going to a game this year? I am. AT&T? I'm going to the uh, Cowboys-Dolphins game. I believe that's week three. Hey, that's hype. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go to... Uh, well, Cowboys play the Patriots this year at Gillette, so I'll be going out to there, too. You're going to go to that? I believe so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. I, I don't know what week that is. Uh, it's but, later in the year. It's uh, um, Thanksgiving week. Dude, I've always... It's that Sunday. I, dude, I really wanted to go to... Uh, AT&T Stadium, so bad. It's like, an unbelievable spot. Yeah. It's undeniably um, the best stadium. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dallas Cowboys. Um, so you have them actually coming out of the NFC, it sounds like. You're going, uh, no, no, listen, you're going with this. Super, the final Super Bowl prediction. Like, I, don't, I just don't have enough confidence in the Eagles. I don't, and I don't want to have confidence, one, being right. a Cowboys fan. Obviously, the Rams are going to be a big struggle to beat. Saints are always going to be good, but now that they got rid of Ingram, who do they sign? They signed somewhere else. Who, um, Saints? Yeah, they got rid of Ingram, and now it's Kamara and someone else. Oh, uh, um, I have no idea. Let me see. Come on, Kev. Hop on it, dude. Dude, I, I'm... This is this is the Cowboy show, bro. All right. Um. Well, they have Michael Thomas. He signed a contract. He's one Ball, of the best. Can't guard Mike. One he's, of the best wide receivers in the league. He's top five. He's top um, three. Yeah. He, uh... Yes, Top he is. Three. He doesn't drop Hopkins, anything. Hopkins, Julio, and Brown. Maybe you think Antonio five. Brown's better than him? Probably, yeah. Honestly, maybe. Ne- uh, well, next year, 
Next year is going to be a big year for Thomas, though. I, I think I think Thomas could make his case top three next year. I think he could have a better year than Brown, but next year. But I don't overall, even think OBJ, overall, I don't think OBJ is even in that discussion, the top three discussion. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, if someone sleep put, on the Browns though, sleep absolutely hibernating the Browns. They're going to ball well, out with this Baker, year. OBJ, Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett. Jarvis Landry. Um, no, they don't, they don't have, do they have, still have Garrett or did they trade him? No, yeah, you're right. They, they have do. Garrett. Well, they, they traded trade him. He was a first well, they traded uh they traded uh Jabril Peppers, that's who it was. And two first for That was for OBJ, OBJ wasn't it? Yeah. Just imagine being on the Giants. That'd be awful. I couldn't even Dude. imagine. I'd never put anyone through Eli, that. bro. What do you think they Eli, should do over there? Eli Manning. What do you think they should do over there? They're gonna keep Eli in. I don't know why. Saquon's a stud. Saquon is a beast. He's a he's, stud. he's he, all right, be honest. Zeke, Zeke or, Saquon? or Saquon? Be honest. All right, at their, at their best, at their best, I pick Zeke, and I'll tell you why. One, Saquon's super flashy. He can do all this stuff, but you need to realize, dude, Zeke is so hard to tackle. So yeah. is Saquon. He's They're massive. Both, He's I don't massive. even know if it's... Dude, but have you but seen Zeke, Saquon? Saquon can't get tackled either. I don't even know who I could pick. Well, Saquon's like smaller, right? He's like a little bit smaller than Zeke. Dude, but it doesn't matter. Have you seen this guy? His freaking legs are bigger than like the circumference of my waistline. Like I don't even know how to describe yeah. it. No, he's nasty. He's a ginormous human. But like Zeke, uh, I don't know. That's Zeke's tough. just as good. I'd probably, I say, he's, I'd probably say Saquon I trust a little bit longer term. I think Zeke. Why, because of off-field? Not more so off-field, but I don't know. Sometimes I see Zeke and I feel like sometimes... He's Once not in a while, he's out of shape. It's not. Everyone says that, dude. Everyone goes, oh, Zeke's out of shape. Bro, you see this guy running? You think he's actually out of shape? He's no, still like a 4 Actually, but speed. he's a pretty... He has a freaking eight-pack year-round. Look, as weird as that sounds, he is shredded. That guy is in ridiculous yeah, shape. He just bulks up and just gets he leaner. Does, he and does make his case for it. But if you're... So you, so Dude, we sound so dumb talking about this, but that's a fact. Are you taking Zeke or? I have to. I have to. All right. So I who you have uh, coming out at NFC for Super Bowl? I want to say the Cowboys. As ridiculous okay. and biased a- as that is. AFC. Whoa. I don't want to say the Patriots. I'm not gonna say the Patriots. I could say the Chiefs, but now with Tyreek Hill, they don't know what his situation is with the suspension. All right, if they have Tyreek the Hill, bro, come on. If they have Tyreek Hill at least 12 games, it, yeah. I'm going to say the Chiefs. It's like Cowboys-Chiefs. All right. I'm trying to think. I've, see, and AFC is tough. I'm probably going to say... I think the NFC is better than the AFC, though. Can you... I don't... You can't uh, deny that. Yeah, I'd probably agree. I'd probably agree. I mean, I think... Um, I think the Bears could be good. Nick Beal. Oh, I, yeah. Nick Beal. Uh, he... He... Uh, DM'd us with his heat of the day. He said he has the Chicago Bears representing um, the NFC in the Super Bowl next nope. season. I, you know what? Though? They have a net to Khalil Mack and that defense. And Trubisky, Trubisky, Trubisky's nasty. I mean, Trubisky was injured last season, but he could still be nasty. Um, Trubisky was injured. Trubisky was injured for a couple of games last year, towards the end of last year. Not in the playoffs, though. That was just uh, the reason they didn't win is because they lost. They missed the field he, goal. He missed tw- he missed the back end of the season though for sure. Not the playoffs though. He yeah, did no, play he didn't. Yeah, he made playoffs. Um, NFC, I'm gonna have Rams could do it. Saints could do it. 
Bears could be a possibility. You're not even saying the Cowboys. No, up, I'm not dude. saying the Cowboys. I'm not saying the Cowboys. I think the Eagles are the team. In that are you division. good? Can we get you a water? Dude, are you messed you up just right won now? the Super Bowl two years ago. Buddy, are you good? Dude, Can we get you a water? Why, take your why should I pick the Cowboys? They don't. They always. If they make the playoffs, they haven't executed, bro, all the way through. You're just a freaking man, aren't you? All right, all right, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take. I'm hurting right now listening to this. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints. Schmuck. I'm gonna go Saints. Schmuck. I want to see it. I really want to see a Breeze Brady Super Bowl. I, I do really, like Breeze. I really want to see. Breeze. I really want to see a Breeze Brady Super Bowl. But I think I I agree. I think the Chiefs are gonna be a really good team next year if Tyreek Hill stays healthy. I mean they have. Some off-field stuff that's been going on lately, but Patrick Mahomes is just nasty. Um, He's disgusting. So I put up a big Q. He's the best um, player in football. I put up a big Q like a week ago, and I asked, or uh, this question came from ESPN, what's more impressive, um, Patrick Mahomes' season last year at age 22 or Tom Brady's season last year at age 41? What's been what's been more impressive? Whose performance? Mahomes, just because of his highlight plays, like the stuff he will just make plays all the time, everywhere. He will make plays scrambling. He'll make plays running. He'll make plays in the pocket. He'll make plays tackling, almost getting tackled by three guys and then just throwing it. Like he's just stupid. He's a stupid athlete. Like it's unbelievable watching this guy play. And I feel like yeah, Brady's you know long term, long run. But you didn't right, realize right, right. too. Brady's a pocket passer, and he's got a great line around him. They just lost um, – Patriots just lost Trent something, right? Uh, Tr- oh, the lineman? Trent Brown, is that Trent Brown, yeah. Yeah. They lost so him he's the Raiders, gone. That's a huge loss, I feel like. They lost uh, – they did lose Trey Flowers to the Lions um, defensive back. But, yeah, o- O-line, I think they only lost Trent Brown. Yeah, um, but – you realize, like, Mahomes can make it happen from anywhere, and I feel like Brady thrives in the pocket, and without the pocket, I feel like that's not going to be a big factor this year. But obviously, we're talking about last year. I still think Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, so I'm reading some of the comments that I put on that post um, last week. Uh, Derek Keenan said, Mahomes, if he literally didn't have the worst defense in Chiefs history, he'd have a ring, but I'm a biased Chiefs, Chiefs fan. Tyler Beraldi, uh, he said... Um, uh, Brady, what Brady's done post the age of 40 is unparalleled and a crucially underrated aspect of his legacy. And then Jay White um, said, Brady, it's not even close. So, I listen, I don't think you could go wrong either way, I think. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, but, it's all opinion. But yeah, what my, I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm going to probably say Brady. But yeah. looking at what Mahomes has done, like, I'll talk about him. Like, his first full regular season as quarterback and playing, uh, gang the MVP is just like crazy. Like I, I don't know. Like gang MVP basically your rookie year. Technic, I mean, not technically his rookie year, but oh, his first, guy. but his first full season yeah. under center for the Chiefs, um, really turned around that team. I mean, the Chiefs were a playoff team with Alex Smith, um. You know, Andy Reid really knows how to work that offense. You know, I think there's some criticisms about him coaching a defense, but he can coach an offense pretty well, um, in my opinion. But 
Yeah, I think I think a Chiefs Patriots AFC Championship would be awesome again. I that last that, that last was insane. A, that last know. AFC Championship may have been the best I've seen. I don't know how the Chiefs lost that game. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. I mean, that was basically, in my opinion, the Super Bowl. Like whoever I, whoever won that game. Yeah, I, thought I was no, win the I Super agree Bowl. with you hundred um, percent. I don't think I don't think the Rams are ready. I love McVay. I think McVay is the smartest coach. Versus obviously Belichick's the smartest coach, but I think mm. McVay one is going to rule the NFL. Yeah. Once Belichick's gone, he's going to be just thriving with players wise, like just everything in general. It's going to be unbelievable yeah. how smart this guy is. Like, if you just listen to him talk, like he'll recite plays from any play, any game, any time, any minute. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I, he actually. Uh, it's funny because Belichick. Actually, someone did an article about this. That's how Belichick um, studies the game. Like, he watches people's uh, press conferences and yeah. how they respond. And when McVay just unveiled, like, revealed all his plays by memorizing them yeah. in that conference, he was like, oh. And that he, like, he, that's how he studied the playbook, yeah. the Rams playbook. Um, so it's just funny because McVay looked like a genius in the moment, and, and then, then like it kind of backfired him in the Super Bowl. Like, I think that has a huge part. Of um, it, though. I feel like that's so under wraps. Like, yeah. Anyway, though, I mean, any lasting thoughts on NFL talk? I have I have Patriots Saints Super Bowl. Yeah. If not, if or maybe Chiefs, but I'm gonna go Patriots. But um, other shoutouts. Um, Heat of the day from Nick Beal as well. Um, he sent in, let me know if you agree with this, DeMarcus Cousins will be a top three center next season on no, the Lakers. Oh, God, no. Oh. If healthy. I I was never, not that I wasn't a fan of DeMarcus Cousins, I just feel like he's hit or miss. I feel like he doesn't try all the time. Like you saw in the Warriors. Like yeah. He, he had a ridiculous first quarter. I forget which game it was versus the Raptors. And then he didn't do anything the rest of the game. Yeah. He's like, all right, I did my part. You guys are up. right, right, right. And then he's just done. Yeah, yeah no, I've never I been a Boogie fan. I mean, I've been a fan. Like, I like watching him play. I think, especially playing with him on two K. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Too, but I don't think he's. I think he's gonna get overshadowed by LeBron and AD. Yeah, I mean, while we're on the topic of NBA, before I go on to other shoutouts as we wrap up here, but I did want to talk to you briefly about the Houston Rockets. You're a diehard Rockets fan. Love the Rockets. Huge trade this past week, week and a half. Um, They traded away Chris Paul and uh, two first-round picks and then uh, also rights to swap two first-round picks as well with OKC in return for Russell Westbrook, former MVP. He averaged 22.9 points a game last season, 11 rebounds and 10 assists. The triple-double king. What do you think about him well, coming over to Houston to reunite with James Harden? The first thing that I heard from everybody was, oh, two ball hogs playing together. And then I looked into it. These are two guys that desperately desperately need yeah. to win the finals. Yeah. And I feel like both of them need, they're need at to. the point where... Of their career, for sure, yeah. CP3 obviously needed to win, too. But here's my thing with that. CP3 is a much more, I want to say, mentally developed player versus Russ. Russ is just crazy athletic, and I feel like... He never, obviously had PG last year, but he never, the year before they picked up PG, he was kind of just alone. He still dominated. Now they have, I feel like Harden is a better player than PG for yeah. a team. I feel like he benefits the team more. But my thing with two guys that need to win is two guys are going to try to do too much. And right, I feel right, like right. the Rockets are going to be a great team. If yeah. they stay healthy, they'll be a great team. Especially with Capella. If we keep Capella, 
huge. Capella, yeah, Capella no, is a dominant. Player they were thinking the about trading him too. That, so that was huge that they were able to well, keep him. The Celtics him. wanted to pick him up. I, yeah, no, as a Celtics fan, I wanted them uh, to trade for him. Uh, I think there were reports that they were wanting to trade Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and a first round pick. I think pick. that's worth it. Capella's I think that's dominant. a little too steep for the Celtics, but I'll give you this: Capella's one of the best rim protectors in the game right now. Still young. I think that is uh, an Something that it's a lot an underrated of people, factor of the Rockets. Yes, no one talks about it. Every, I mean, the show this year is going to be Russ Harden reunite. You know, they played with each other in OKC. And obviously, they kept Gordon. They kept they kept Eric Gordon. Although, a lot. I mean, you're a Rockets fan. You can tell me. There's a lot of people that were not happy with Eric Gordon. I like they kind Eric of just Gordon. want to get rid of him. But I think for the Rockets um, offense, especially, they're like a seven second offense. You know, got to get in, get shots up, and I feel like. Obviously, besides Capella, even PJ Tucker in the corner. Like I was just gonna say that he's, he's a, a good great defender. Player. Great he's, player. He's great a scrappy defender. defender. You know, he gets in, you know, player's skin. I guess I don't know. Yeah, um, there's a lot. I think there's a lot to look forward to as a Houston. Kenneth Farid, is he back? Did I they sign so. him? Um, yeah. He's good. Iman Shumpert as well. So mm-hmm. should be a good season and for the um, Rockets. I had the Rockets uh, winning it all. I had that or not winning it all. I had them representing the Western Conference. Um, in the NBA Finals next year, for I put that for my heat of the day. I agree. I kind of got some criticism for it, but nope, I, I think I think the Rockets are gonna make it. I just think that that's the best backcourt in the NBA. Um, I think the Lakers have a little too much. I think the Lakers could have I a little too much the ego. Is gonna work. Um, yeah, I, I just think there's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for the Lakers. You know, with they're gonna be great, obviously, with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Boogie, but. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an adjustment for all those players to work together. I think um, it's gonna be weird. I mean, Kuzma's still a young guy. He's gonna want the ball a lot, but LeBron James, you know, you know, you know, he's gonna want the ball in his hands. Well, LeBron's playing point Um, guard next year. Yeah, I know. Um, So he's gonna need it like the majority of the like time. So I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, And then the Clippers, of course, they should be really good. Um, Yeah. You know what I do like though about going back to Houston. Yeah, like, everyone feels like Russ is a sideshow and, like, you know, he right. does his interviews and stuff and he just says stuff. Right. He doesn't say a lot of things. And no. I feel like Harden's the same way. Capella's the same way. Eric Gordon's the yeah. same way. I feel like that's going to benefit them. Yeah, they're pretty quiet. Extremely. Yeah. Versus, like, the CP3 Harden, like, that dynamic, was, especially in the offseason. Yeah. Even during the season, you see the video of them sitting on the bench and they're just yelling at each right. other. Like, I feel like we're not going to have that. And I was... I read an article on, I think it was Bleacher Report. They were talking about Harden and Russ, and Harden was talking about leaving OKC. He was like, you know, when I left here, I wanted to find a home. And he found right. one, you know, in Houston, and he wants to bring that to Russ. And I feel like that brotherly dynamic they have is right. getting Kevin Durant yeah, they're, a shaking in his boots. They're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, jeez, um, that's just crazy. I mean, I always think about the time that, that they played on OKC Three together. MVPs on one team. Yeah, Kevin Durant. James Harden and Russell Westbrook all on the same team. Just untapped. Like, if they were able to keep that team for, like, 10-plus years, forget it. I, like think it's they would, I think they'd be better than the Warriors. Oh, for sure. Been. Yeah, I mean, I mean, actually it would be tough, but... No, because yeah. healthy, if we said healthy at all times, and yeah. at, their pr- at their peak, peak playing Curry, Thompson, KD, versus peak playing... Harden, Russ, right. KD, I think the Rocket, uh, the Thunder. Yeah, those, dude, that was insane. And, but the issue with that team was they ended up choosing Serge Ibaka 
the power forward who's now on the Raptors over James Harden because at the time, you know, that the three-point or the perimeter shooting wasn't as crucial as it is mm-hmm. today, and they picked the big man over Harden. And hey, well, Serge, and they traded, Serge's an NBA champ. Yeah, no, he is. And then James Harden, they traded him for, like, Kevin Martin and two first-round picks, which that was, was huge ultimately a huge, uh, huge for trade for Houston. Um, but, yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, here's just a quick uh, couple more shout-outs here. Uh just going over some popular posts over the past week. I said, despite Big Q, despite yesterday's loss in Wimbledon final, Roger Federer, is he the best tennis player of all time? Federer has won 20 Grand Slams over the course of his no 21 career. Um, and Did Djokovic win? Oh, yeah, no, Djokovic won. Did you say Thanks Federer? I, thought I, I did say Federer, but... Oh, no, I said yesterday's loss. I said yesterday's loss. Oh. I didn't say it, so my bad. In the post, I said despite yesterday's loss in Wimbledon. That would have been pretty gotcha. bad. Uh, despite yesterday's loss in Wimbledon. So, yeah, Djokovic won over Federer. Um, my boy, Michael Queeley, still thinks Roger Federer is the GOAT despite that loss. Um, he says no one will ever be better than Fed. Um, so, yeah, do you, do you agree? Do you think... Roger Federer is still the best male tennis player of all time. Uh, I mean, Djokovic. Well, if you did, you watch that match because they went to the tiebreak, which is like the fifth time in Wimbledon history, which was unbelievable. They had like a minute-long set. Yeah, which I, I didn't want to say Djokovic it. lost and Federer won, but I don't, I don't have a big enough opinion on it to make that kind of statement. No, jo- yeah, Djokovic, yeah, Djokovic won, um, of course, but yeah, I thought Federer was gonna win. Honestly, I want I wanted I wanted Federer to win. Federer like is thirty seven years old. Like, yeah, he's just a champ, bro. I mean, I wanted him to win so bad. Me too. Um, and then yeah, I mean, lastly, one of the more popular posts: Andrew Kashner traded to the Red Sox um, from the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I'm pumped for that. I'm kind of hyped about it too. I mean, the Sox they need it. The Sox will add him to the rotation and it will provide slight more wiggle room in the bullpen. I heard Nathan Uvalde. Um, he's coming back soon. He's coming back. I heard they're going to put him at the closer role. Um, well, which he's playing I'm, internationally. Which I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, I'm fine with Uvalde at closer. Um, but, yeah, their bullpen is an absolute mess. Brandon Workman uh, pitched all right for uh, for the Sox last night. Yeah. But I'm still pissed about Sale. Three and nine and 19 starts. It's right, right, right. So are, are you a Sox fan or Astros fan? Sox. Sox? So I'll explain. I'll, you know, I'll right, give you yeah. a quick explanation. Quick, quick rundown before we All right, so Cowboys, obviously, right. dad grew up in Texas. Right. That was bred in me. Red Sox, you know, came here. My dad was born in Quincy. Not Quincy, sorry. He was born in Redding, I believe. I'm not 100% honest. That's awful that I don't know that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, he was born in Massachusetts. Let's put it at that. So he was a Red Sox fan growing up, diehard fan, you know. We all were. I don't know why. We lived in Maryland growing up, so. All right. So I got that. And then the Rockets is because we went on a family trip to California. It was the first year of the Splash Brothers, as well as, like, that they were nasty. And Harden was on the Rockets. And I was right. like, oh, like, kind of like this, like. It was when Jeremy Lin was on the team, too. So I was like, oh, well, I kind of I like watching the Houston team. Yeah, and then it yeah. just kind of just happened. And then I just became all over it. And then the Thank Bruins, you. diehard Bruins fan. And then you were like, all right, whatever. I was a Dallas fan, too. For the Cowboys, so you were like, might as well just be a Houston fan. Not even might as well. I just became overly obsessed with Harden, and I feel like wherever Harden goes. That's kind of weird, though. So your dad grew up in Mass, and then somehow... He grew up everywhere. His dad yeah. worked in airlines, so he had to travel a lot oh, okay. growing up. All right. Well, yo, 
You gonna be a Pats fan sometimes? Never or what? in my entire life. Oh, bro. If they win a ring, I don't know. Never Up in my on the entire bandwagon. life. Never in my entire life. Um, I think that's gonna do it here for our Wild Chat Sports number seven podcast. You got any any heat for us to wrap it up? Something to end it on. Wrap it give up. Give me a on? sec. It's all good if you don't. I mean, I guess your heat was no, Cowboys win the Super Bowl. That's not heat. That's kind of some that's heat. Iced out. That's, that's nice. some heat. I don't that's know nice. about that, bro. I don't know. Um, Cowboys make the playoffs. It's obviously, that was the dumbest <laughs> question I've ever heard. <laughs> no, uh, that was my heat, bro. That was, dude, shut up. Uh, oh, I got a quick one for you. Uh, I don't think Tate Martell is going to play well at Miami this year. All right. Because he did awful in the spring game. You heard it here first. That's my take. You heard it here first. Thanks again for tuning in to Wild Chat Sports Podcast number seven. We gave some shout-outs here today um, alongside my boy, Trent Tully, T-Time, diehard Cowboys fan, uh, and Houston Rockets fan, and also a Boston Red Sox fan. So, yeah, pretty my boy, weird. Pretty weird coming dynamic. through. So, thanks, thanks a lot for uh, tuning in, and peace out, guys. From the sweet life of Zach and Cody on the sweet life on Drake Bell here. It's your girl Camille Costek. Shuma Gavin in the house. Shoe nice again. Lay Howard from the Los Angeles Lakers. This is CeeLo Green. To follow at Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. If you... Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Peace. Wild Chat Sports, man. Check it out. Love.